For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com marathon. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into another episode of Believe in Commanders. Despite a tough season, the season does roll on. Three more games for the Commanders, and it, it finishes or starts on Christmas Eve in the Big Apple against the New York Jets. We will talk all about that matchup, but Christmas is right around the corner, so let's check in on our guy, AAA Anthony Armstrong. What are the plans for Christmas, my friend? And it's good to talk to you here as we we uh, finish up the last three weeks of the regular season. Yes, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and everybody listening. Appreciate y'all. Um, the plans are to lay low, relax, and just enjoy some time with the fam. That is what I'm looking forward to, um, just being a few days from the whole new year. And uh, from the house getting a little bit busier uh, here coming January, That's right. That's right. you know what? It's like, let's take advantage of the time to lay low uh, and relax with each other right now. Just enjoy some football and just enjoy some football. But I, I, I will say I agree with you 100%. You talked about the game uh, and the commanders visiting the Jets. I had this as my pick of what game would I go on to? I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up because I think more than the X's and O's and predictions Man. of this this battle, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, this bad hole of uh, two teams going at it with a combined nine wins. Uh, the Commanders are four and ten. The Jets are, I think they're five and nine. Yep, five and nine. Hmm. This was not what we. This is not what if 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 we were doing the the Jet show, we would be saying the same thing. This is not where we expected this team to be. Uh, you yeah. can copy and paste that for both of these teams. I think we thought Sam Howell would be your starter. Um, I don't think we would have thought that he would be near the top 10 in passing yards, which is, I guess is a, a positive thing, but we thought this team would be a little more competitive, probably yeah. playing for a playoff spot and, and the jets with all that they went through to get Aaron Rodgers and to get his guys in the building My gone God. after what three plays. And Man. here they are sitting at five and nine and it's not even Zach Wilson. It looks like Zach Wilson and the concussion protocol. Maybe that changes later on in the week, but Right now, Trevor Simeon slated to start this Christmas Eve game against your commanders and Sam Howell. Yeah, this is, I agree with this. Was like, yeah, this is a cool game. Maybe, you know, a Christmas present Christmas as you're watching your team, you're watching two playoff teams go at it. Blech, that is not the case anymore. Man, well, there are so many um, one off 
quarterback combinations that are going on this year that like, you did not and would not have had like a Jake Browning versus Easton Stick, uh, Aiden, right. Aiden O'Connell, you know, those guys and congrats to them for having success and getting on the field and playing, number mm-hmm. one, but did not have that slated, right? You didn't think you were going to get all the way down to Trevor Simeon. Uh, Bailey Zappi said he knew that he was going to get his job back uh, with the Patriots and he's got it now. So he manifested that thing, but if Man, I told what a if I told year. you if I told you that Joe Flacco would be starting for a team in a playoff race, you'd see the the Ravens at the top of the AFC and be like, "What? What? What year is it?" And then you realize he's on the Browns and he is actually making plays for them. Man, you talk about something wonky. And on Sunday they had Houston visiting Tennessee, right? Houston uh, yeah. visiting Tennessee. Tennessee wore their throwback jerseys but when they were in Houston. Right. So if you turned on the game, and if this was your first time watching the NFL football game, and at this particular time, on the left, there was the Tennessee player in a Houston Oilers jersey going against a Houston Texans jersey. The graphic was flipped. So yeah. if you would have just woke up that day, you'd be like, where is Earl Campbell? What is going yeah. on? It's like a time warp. Like I don't know what. It was like Madden or something was going if on. You, on yeah, if you woke up from a coma at, and you had been out since like the early '90s, you would have woken up and been like, "What? What are we? What is going on? Where is Warren Moon? <laughs> yeah. Where well, is Haywood Jeffries? Who the, are the Who are the Texans?" <laughs> that reminds me that the uh, so what is it? The New Orleans Pelicans are actually the New Orleans Hornets, which were Correct. the Charlotte Hornets, and now the Correct. Charlotte Hornets are actually the Bobcats, which are an expansion team. So when the Hornets play the Pelicans, it's the it's the Hornets that were playing the Bobcats that are now the Hornets that are now the Pelicans. But then the Jazz used to be the New Orleans Jazz. But then, so that part didn't change. But and all those yeah. lakes, all those lakes in in Los Angeles, the Minneapolis lake. Anyway, it it was it is funny. It is crazy. The number of backup quarterbacks in this game, the Commanders versus the Jets. No different. Uh, Sam Howell's been the guy from the beginning until he was benched for a few minutes for Jacoby Brissett, who just comes in and tosses two touchdowns. Nobody's talking about that because I think everybody knows that Sam Howell is the future, not Jacoby Brissett. However, Sam Howell is going up against Trevor Simeon, who is, what, the fourth quarterback to start a game. So Aaron Rodgers technically started. Zach Wilson had some issues. Then Tim Boyle, who I don't think is still on the Jets anymore, and now Trevor Boyle Simeon. Rules. Yeah, so the the Jets have been going through it with their quarterbacks as as always. I mean, we thought it would be different with Aaron Rodgers, but it's still the same, and it's still the same bad Jets versus, unfortunately, the bad Commanders on Christmas Eve. Hey, let's just. I want to break this down. I want to talk about this game because it's football. But this is this yeah. might be a good this might be a good game to have on in the background when you 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 know you're opening presents for your first go around on Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, but uh, it is what it is. Still a lot to play for for a lot of guys out there. But as far as these teams, it doesn't look like the playoffs are in the cards for the Jets. We know yeah. they're not in the cards for the Commanders. What do you make of this game, and where do we go from here? I think you make your way over to Bet Online, and you go and and find some other uh, wagers on there, and and use that code Believe B L E A V. Get that welcome bonus. That's what I think you do. All right, uh, I like cause, it. Because the thing is, is it's a the the Jets are a three point favorite. All right, and you know you may feel like, hey, Washington should be able to cover this. They should win this thing. Uh, but who knows? You got uh, the Robert Sala defense, and and they have some talented players. You're going up against Washington, so you, you maybe you slide over here and you try to uh, put together a little game parlay of how you think some things are going to happen. So that's what I make of it. 
That's yeah. what I make of it. Just just enjoy it. Enjoy that Sunday uh, and see if you can get a little Christmas cash. Yeah, you can look at player props. You can even see uh, they they have um, the first to score a touchdown, the the margin of the game. So there's some fun that, that can be had. Uh, Will there be a this... scoreless quarter? Yeah. I uh, think that would be a yes. First quarter, would... both, of them, both of them nice and uh, scoreless. Yeah, this is an interesting one. I saw by some metrics that, that the Jets are the 32nd ranked offense. And by some metrics, maybe all of them, Washington is the 32nd ranked defense. So it's something's bad, versus bad and something's got to give. And it, you're, you're right. A scoreless quarter could be the play there uh, as, as they're just two teams that just kind of keep getting in their own way going at it. So there, there are some talented players. I, I think I said in the last episode that it's the chase to 1000 for Terry McLaurin, a tough secondary to do that against. But we saw last week, you keep feeding him. He's going to make plays. Uh, so I'd love to see Terry get involved. Garrett Wilson, another Buckeye, uh, who's uh, just a solid young player. Can he make some plays happen despite, like we said, playing with four different quarterbacks? So uh, some individual players that, that will definitely get your eye. But uh, as far as team versus team, it, it's there's there's not a whole lot of pretty. Well, you know who's not going to be there? That's right. Aaron Rodgers. That's right. He's official, even though he could be and is you know, medically cleared. He is not. Yeah. He is not going to play this season. So don't that worry was, about that. That was so confusing, and I guess it was just kind of moving roster pieces around. But I saw last week that he was cleared, and I swear I saw that he was going to try to play versus the Commanders. And maybe that changed mm-hmm. as the week went on. But, yeah, you're right. He was activated from the IR, so you're like, oh, man, he might play. But even he and Robert Sala said, it's done. He's not coming back. I think it's impressive that he was able to get out there and practice, but it was a long shot through and through to see him back out on the field. However, yeah. let me ask you this. Had had the Jets found a way to win a couple more games, and they're sitting at seven and seven, right on the cusp of the playoffs, knowing they they still got to play, you know, a couple division games. Do you think Aaron Rodgers finds a way back in in that that scenario? Ooh, we. I'm you not asking you to play I, doctor, but it just you kind of no. know how teams go. What? But I also I I feel like that would be like a true Aaron Rodgers like. Batman moment in Gotham City, just come limping out to start the game to like clinch the division and get into the playoffs. Can you imagine? Like all mm. season, you you've had a rush a roulette wheel of of quarterbacks to go up against Zach Wilsons and the old and Boyles and 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 Trevor Simeons, and then here comes Aaron Rodgers. You're like, God dog it. The one thing that you couldn't plan on is his mm-hmm. brain and his ability to be on the field and him to show back up. Um, I think he'd mess around and try it. I do too. I mean, especially with a game against, you know, let's say they are, this is all hypothetical, obviously. They think they can beat the commanders. So that puts mm-hmm. them at eight and seven. You're at eight and seven facing the Browns, who are probably right above you or, or tied with you. And then you've got the Patriots who've had a bad season. Those are two winnable games. I think he'd find a way to try to do it. I think, yes, this is to, 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 to make sure that he is fully recovered, but I think in a different world in a alternate universe, Aaron Rodgers does make one, at least one more start for the jets. Uh, I think it would be insane. I think more than anything, you know, I think the jets would love that for a chance to go to the playoffs, but I think more than anything, I think his ego would love that saying that he Mm -hmm. did it, that he came back that quickly. So uh, I think there is an alternate universe where he's out there, but 
nonetheless, we are stuck with Trevor Simeon versus Sam Howell on Christmas Eve between two teams that are kind of jockeying for playoff or it's not playoff <laughs> top pick, you know, top five pick positioning playoffs. <laughs> exactly. But so let me ask you this. I mentioned it briefly. Jacoby Brissett comes in at the end of the Rams game. Ron Rivera kind of gave a vague answer, kind of saving Sam Howell from himself, despite the fact that you weren't completely out of it, despite the fact that this guy needs reps as a young quarterback. I think he's going to start. But let me ask you this. If Bet Online had a wager and you 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 had to pick yes or no, you're going to see Jacoby Brissett, what would you wager on here uh, for this game? I, I would lean to the yes. I feel like I would. Just me too. For the, for the fact that, you know, it's for the, the fact of having that continuity and starting to build something for the offense and at least letting there be some good vibes to go behind. Right. You know, there's one thing to be able to learn from experience. Then, the, then there's another opportunity to sit back and learn from watching it be done in front of you. Right. So um, this is essentially Sam's rookie year. You know, he did get to, you know, get that win against Dallas late last season in the final game of the year. So, you know, that that was just one off. That was a one off situation. Dallas wasn't really playing for that much, but he still won. Uh, mm-hmm. So that performance he carries in. Now he gets to see some real live in game action against some crazy exotic defenses. And and they got the, they got him more times than he got them. Uh, but he still had some success. So uh, I think it's it, it would be likely that you'd see a Jacoby Brissett this game. I think so, too, and I think something, you know, who knows? I, I'm assuming, I can't remember. I think Jacoby Reset. this was a one-year deal, but regardless of what, you know, maybe you bring in a, a guy who's got a quarterback that's followed him. I mean, let's say, for example, you bring in Slowick from Houston. He brings mm-hmm. Case Keenan back with him, you know what I mean? So I feel like sometimes backup quarterbacks travel with a coach that kind of understands, you know, they understand the offense, that sort of thing. But you could potentially see Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett run it back next year as your quarterback room, and maybe yeah. a new coach is like, I'm not tied to Sam Howell. I didn't draft him. Let's put Jacoby Brissett in there. And yeah. so I'm with you. Maybe you do want to see – and I know Ron Rivera's not thinking about that. I don't think he cares about the next coaching staff. Yeah. But right. maybe maybe it makes sense to have Jacoby Brissett throw a little bit more to Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin in some game situations. That's why I, I, I would – definitely lean towards seeing Jacoby Brissett but I still want to see him Sam Howell this is a great Jets defense for all the issues they've had at quarterback and offense this is a good Jets defense and I think it's a chance for Sam Howell to see uh, a guy who knows what he's doing and Robert Sala going up against two solid corners especially Sauce Gardner I, I would kind of want to see what Sam Howell can do though well, you know, when you think about it like this try this if you are putting the Jacoby Brissett in and then you start to see some success it makes you rethink how you want to handle your assets here in this offseason. You know, we, we always keep going back to the offseason, but, I mean, you, you've got free agency, um, and you're building out a – I think you can build out a really good team. And now if, if you're able to play better uh, with a veteran at the quarterback spot, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's hell, of, hell, of a, yeah. hell of an asset to have a Jacoby Brissett around. That, that, that thought honestly went through my head just now. It's like, okay – Say you you win a game against the Jets, or or you don't win, and and all these teams ahead of you keep losing. Let's say the new coach really ideally wanted to come in and pick Caleb May or Caleb Williams or Drake May. You're not in that top two spot, so those guys aren't there. He doesn't want to reach for the next quarterback. He doesn't feel like he's worth that top five pick. You take an offensive tackle, and I'm with you. He's not tied to Sam Howell as much as you know. Sam Howell has shown some flashes. He might mm-hmm. say, "Hey, you're you're right. I think a veteran is what this team needs." Jacoby Brissett has done it. 
quarterback X has done it. If he brings somebody in to where, yeah, you could just build up some pieces around a veteran quarterback for stopgap for next year until yeah. you're really, you you know, that coach has a full off season to, to plan for what yeah. he wants to do with the quarterback position. That's a, I think that's a scenario that not a lot of fans or people have thought about. I mean, we get so quick to try to, quickly turn the page and get a, a franchise quarterback a franchise it's it's uh it's like uh imagining my son he's he's coloring he, he's artist uh but he he very much is a perfectionist if he gets outside the line he wants a whole new piece of paper mm-hmm. and where we try to reason with him and say hey man like just you let's can just, still make something pretty we yeah can make some off of this this is not it's not over with I don't want Washington to get into that phase of always trying to tear the page just because they don't like what they've seen from somebody in a year or two, right? This is a team. This is, this is a, a football. Football is a game of 11 people on each side. Everybody has to do their job individually, but they do it at their top level. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a franchise quarterback, I mean, look down in Jacksonville, you know, sometimes Trevor Lawrence looks like that dude. Sometimes he, he's had some rough spots. I mean, you you want to go over that over and over again with a top pick? I mean, hell, build this, build a good solid team. It's, it's in a position where you can do that. And I think if you're in that spot, and it's it's more like let's try to get some wins. Why not be patient and let Sam continue to learn behind Jacoby Brissett? I don't think that's an issue. Doesn't make mm-hmm. you have to turn the page quickly to somebody else either. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely something interesting to see. And if I think it'd be easier to tell that if you knew for sh- like if, if Jacoby Brissett had signed a two year deal, which I'm assuming he did, and I can't remember off the top yeah. of my head, like you would feel like, okay, Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett, maybe next year they compete. But I think yeah. a lot of that will be determined by who the coach is, who they bring, all that sure. and all that good stuff. So, but that is an interesting scenario. And even if you draft a, a quarterback or, or maybe you take a, a, a Daniels from LSU, who's a little bit raw. You still want a veteran in there, regardless. So yeah. I'm with you. And and a new coach is going to get some patience. I mean, we saw Zach Taylor have like what <laughs> seven combined wins in his first two years with the Bengals. Yes, he got Joe Burrow, but you know you're going to get a little more patience and kind of a chance to try some things out as a new head coach. Whereas if you're in a, a your next to last year of a contract, you kind of have to win now, as Ron Rivera is seeing this year. So yeah, that that's an interesting scenario uh, all around to think about. Yeah, it. I mean, I just overall you want to get to winning as soon as possible. I I figure, hey, if you got it where somebody can have some success without having to experiment in the kitchen that much, and you know, hey, we mentioned before trading for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I mean, hey, they take a quarterback and ride that train for a while uh, before they get another guy and develop him. So it could be a plan. It could be a play. Something to look into. Uh- without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. 
Um, what what's next on the docket? Yeah, so you you brought up something. So kind of sticking on the quarterback, uh, a former MVP was talking, and he he got a lot of flack, and he got a lot of people who agreed with him about the uh, game manager. And I'm talking about Cam Newton talking about being a game manager. I can't remember exactly the quarterbacks he mentioned, but he said that they were kind of more game managers. And yeah. um, I'm kind of curious your thoughts on what, what Cam Newton has to say. I think that a lot of people immediately dogged on him, but then you had to sit back and think, well, this is Cam Newton. This is a guy that played the quarterback position pretty well and kind of revolutionized the, the, the quarterback mm -hmm. position. I, I, I don't think, I don't think Jalen Hurts gets uh, quite the opportunity he does if Cam Newton didn't come before him, a, a strong quarterback that can run the ball but still throw it and zip it in there. So this guy knows what he's talking about, and uh, you brought this up, and I thought this is kind of this is kind of a natural, uh, you know, flipping over yeah. and being a game manager, being a quarterback. It's it's got to be hard, but I don't know that a game manager is necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, the the quote it. The quote was essentially saying that, you know, Brock Purdy, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Goff, uh, who else did he name? Tua Tagovailoa, those four. He said those guys, he said they, they lead their division, but he said they're game managers. Um, and without going, you know, deeply into everything, he said they're not difference makers, essentially. Um, but, you know, ultimately, I mean, if you look at it, that you, when you're in a system where you have a lot of weapons around you, I feel like you're, you're not necessarily – asked to do anything too crazy if everything works out well right now mm -hmm. to me to me those difference makers are you know are these quarterbacks going to make an make an exciting throw or make that throw that's unexpected you know be able to drop it in that tight spot when you need them to right um i think there's different points in where you needed to be a difference maker and you it's given to you you know what i'm saying um mm -hmm. if i'm a quarterback out there in san francisco i'm looking around what i got Got Christian Christian McCaffrey behind me. I got George Kittle. I, I got Brandon Ayuk. I got uh, Debo Samuel. Shoot, man, I just, I got to run this system and just get them the ball. Now, yeah. if there's a, if, now if there's a time where you're gonna have to make a big boy throw, then yeah, that's where that difference maker uh, status comes through. Yeah, and I'm assuming maybe he didn't mention these guys by name, but I'm assuming he's he's comparing those guys uh, as game managers. That's his term, as opposed to the the Josh Allen's and the the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers, maybe Trevor Lawrence, like those guys that have those weapons and that you can just kind of see the different throws that they're able to do. I'm imagining that's who he's comparing them against. And then my argument in that regard would be those guys are in some really good scenarios. I mean, Josh Allen is is in a Buffalo team that is pretty has got some weapons around him, like you mentioned. Yes, he does special things. Patrick Mahomes, he might not always have the best weapons, but at one point he did have Tyreek Hill along with uh, Travis Kelsey, but he also has maybe arguably a top five head coach of all time in Andy Reid. Yeah. My, my thing is, is that, yeah, maybe you put those guys on different teams. Maybe they're not game managers, but is Patrick Mahomes the Patrick Mahomes if he's on the Bears? Is Josh Allen, you know, making these all-world plays and dragging a team to the playoffs potentially if he's on the Cardinals? I I, I don't know. And so I yeah. think that I think the ultimate thing that I got from this was that football is a team sport. As much as you can have difference makers, as you, as you can have guys that can take over games, you still need the other 10 guys there with you, regardless of if you're Peyton Manning or, or Joe Flacco. I mean, you, you got to have those other guys around you and it's kind of how you use those guys. It's how you build off of those guys. It's how you play with those guys. And so yeah. 
I don't know that it's a bad thing to say that they're a game manager. I'm sure Brock Purdy is kind of a game manager. I mean, it's it's probably pretty easy for him to get the ball to those guys, but you still have to be smart enough and know where the play is going to get it there. I mean, yeah. it's not necessarily a knack on, uh, 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 you know, a knock on them. I think it's just yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, shoot, I figure same similar in Miami. I mean, you're in a spot where now those throws that you know, Tua has a, a it's top notch. Uh, accuracy. I mean, mm-hmm. his, his accuracy is like got to be ninety nine, and you know the short and the medium area. So his his timing is is impeccable. Um, and to be able to operate in that offense, I mean, shoot, you got to say, hey, maybe he is a game changer in yeah. that aspect, right? Like, w- d- would the other quarterback have that same type of anticipation, and would yeah. things operate that smoothly? So, you know, it, it cuts both ways. But when you're you're a former MVP and Cam Newton, like he he does have the ability to speak on some things and. His, his his opinion has some cloud as well. Yeah, and, and and you gotta think about it in the other way too. Like, yes, does Mike White come in and make those throws to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? I would argue probably not. But I think that even if you didn't have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I think Tua's accuracy would still show off to you know Cedric Wilson as his number yeah. one wide receiver I think that these guys certainly have skills and some aspects of their game it it, yeah. it did it does get kind of you, you kind of knock them almost for having good teammates and it's like well yeah. of course I want good teammates like yeah what a, I don't know yeah no I've, I'm, I'm with you on that like I've always had this this kind of thought about just a random ratio uh, of how it is in in the league it's this is big bell curve there's a few people that are the, the premier difference makers in which you put them on any team in any system, they are going to wreak havoc immediately. They don't need mm-hmm. to be in the right scheme. They don't need to have the right coach. They don't need to have a few other pieces to make them flourish. I, I imagine if you just took Aaron Donald, if they did an expansion draft and the claw came and picked him up and dropped him in, in a random team in the NFL, 99 would still be in your backfield. Right. Okay. That guy is an absolute difference maker. Charles, uh, uh, Calvin Johnson, uh, Julio Jones in his prime. Those guys, you put them anywhere, they going to ball. But then you got some guys that are really, really good at their system and what they're, what they're asked to do. Like you think about how Wes Welker and Juliet, Julian Edelman, they get busy, you know, between that five to 10 yard range from, a, uh, from mm-hmm. the line of scrimmage. But you don't ask those guys to run deep. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. great at what they do, but you guys definitely got to make sure they're in that same system. And then there's some guys, you know, the other guys. I mean, that's that. I'm, I'm the other guys, and we got to find our. We we fit a very specific need, um, and that's what we're really good at. You think of somebody like, hey, he's a deep threat. That's primarily what they're used for. They may not do a lot of other things, but it's not like you're bad. You're just really good at that one thing. So. Yeah, and it's and, not bad being a game manager, really. Yeah, and I imagine at the end of the day, Brock Purdy's like, "That's great that he said that. I'm 11 and three, and I've got a real shot at a Super Bowl ring. I don't care if you think I'm a game manager, or if you think I'm yeah. the next coming of Joe Montana. I yeah. got, I got a Super Bowl to win. I got a real chance to do it. Facts, facts. I mean, hey, once you get that jewelry now, now uh, they said Brock Purdy didn't want to address it. So I mean, if if he gets some. If he gets some hardware about it, he might he might have some things to say. So we'll see what happens in the offseason. 
Well, speaking of Brock Purdy, I thought it was cool that both he said that Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP and Christian McCaffrey said that Brock Purdy should be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Now I want to ask AAA, who is your MVP? The last episode we did Offensive Player of the Year, we did Defensive Player of the Year, yeah. who we thought would be would be in the Super Bowl and a surprise player. We both said Puka Nakua. Now let's get down to a couple other things. MVP, who you got? I think there's a, a list that is kind of shortening as the weeks go on, um, but Brock Purdy made me think of that question. Man, MVP of this season. Let me go and do this. I want to go and look at some quick futures uh, over here on the good old betonline.ag. Uh, They're our sponsor, folks. So here's what they – matter of fact, you talk about Brock Purdy. He is tops the list yeah. at MVP at minus 190. Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Tyreek Hill. Um, I can tell you this much. You can see where Brock Purdy has that he has that 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 MVP status because his absence was very apparent in the playoffs. And that's mm-hmm. that's, you know, fresh uh, on the tongue of everybody out there in the world. And you see how his his uh, re-implementation into the offense has taken this team to another level. So I can see where that's a thing. Um, Lamar Jackson playing outside of his mind um, and really well in a new offense. He's carrying that team um, and. and I think before before this game against Buffalo, Dak Prescott was was very much up there. Oh yeah. Um, I don't want to take all of them, but I, one guy I would put up a fight for was Tyree Kill, and I think even if it was before him missing this last game due to injury, I think he deserves to be a little bit higher in that conversation as well. But man, who would be my pick? I I don't know. Honestly, maybe Lamar, probably Lamar. Yeah, I, I have uh, Lamar's probably my favorite player in the NFL, so I feel a little bit biased, but I just think that what he's doing is out of this world. So I think that would be my pick, too. I, I want no knock on Brock Purdy, and I'm not trying to start a Cam Newton like conversation, but I don't think that he is the best player on his team. And and I know that's not necessarily what MVP is because you're right. He that team fell apart when he was out of the game. It was very obvious. However, I think it'd be awesome to have a non-quarterback win. So Tyreek Hill, yeah. I would love to give him some love. But Christian McCaffrey, just whatever what he's doing, he could, you know, if he played wide receiver full time, he'd be a top what 10 wide receiver probably. Yeah. And he is arguably the best running back in the league. I think it'd be really cool to see a non-quarterback win it probably for the first time in what 10 years. I think it might have been Adrian Peterson was the last non-quarterback to win it. Um, so I would love to see Christian McCaffrey, but honestly, I do have to go with Lamar as well. I just think that game against the the Jaguars where he's spinning out of tackles left and right and making plays with his legs and 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 throwing to guys who aren't who arguably aren't top one, two, three wide receivers on other yeah. teams. I mean, Odell, yes, he's but he's not the same Odell. They have a couple of young guys there. And he's doing it without his favorite target in Mark Andrews. So I, I just I, I love Lamar and what he does. It'd be hard for me not to give it to him as well. And if he goes into San Francisco and pulls that upside, woo, yeah. man, his his odds would definitely go through the roof. They will go up and, and through the roof. I mean, here, here's here's an argument for uh, Brock Purdy: second in the league in passing yards. Uh, he's averaging just under ten yards per attempt. Just under 70% completion percentage, 29 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Uh, the guy is he leads the league in, in uh touchdowns. He's tied with Dak Prescott for seven interceptions. I mean, the, he's playing really good ball, you know. Yeah. But the one guy who's Absolute, not up there, absolutely. one guy who's not up there was was uh Tua, right? Tua leads the league in passing, 
Yeah. But but he's not he's not up there uh on that list. I guess when you're I guess they're saying when you're throwing it to an MVP candidate, you yeah. know. Yeah, but I guess but uh, you turn around and you look at the fact that saying Brock Purdy is handing it off to Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey who's been he's he's on track to do more than his uh his his career high in 2019. He had like 1387 rushing. He's yeah. closing in on 1300 right now and they still have three games left on the season. And, and ones against Washington, so yeah. something could happen there. I think Tua kind of hurt himself when Tyreek went out that game, and he was not able to do a whole lot until Tyreek came back into that game, and then they mm. lost to the Titans. I feel like had Man. had Tua put up, you know, two three touchdowns without Tyreek, they would have been like, okay, this guy is a difference maker. But I'm with you. I think Tyreek Hill yeah. is the the factor there. Um, that's see, that's that's the thing. What's what's it's like? What's a much more? I feel like there's got to be a, a different title because players have the way that players have the effect on the game in different ways you got to think about the player that's going to have this reverberating effect that his if his impact is going to affect a couple layers out right rather yeah. than just being what they do themselves do so you think about what Tyreek does it affects the defense so much everybody got to back off you would think or you play press and then you put but Everybody should back off, which should take two or three people, which is going to leave a lot of wide open gaps and holes in defenses, generally speaking. So when I think about it, I'm thinking if you remove this player, you know, how what is his impact? And if the, yeah. if the result goes down, maybe they are the most valuable person. Right. That, you know what I mean? I don't know. You just got to see who's the most impactful um, for, for their team, I think, is, is what it what it could be and should be. Yeah, it's like there's an award that's missing, but I I, I think it's interesting because it feels like you know a couple of weeks ago you're right it was Dak and these games of these these teams playing each other down the stretch are are ultimately going to decide this thing. And I think it's fascinating where Brock Purdy, yeah, he's probably in the lead right now. Christian McCaffrey up there too, but if they do lose to Baltimore, Lamar's going to jump up there. If yeah. you know if if you know the the Dolphins end up with the one seed in in the AFC I think Tyreek and Tua sneak back into the conversation so a lot of the, these these games are going to decide a lot of that which is which makes it fun and it makes it fun to to watch especially when you have a team that's not doing a whole lot like we do yeah that's okay though that's yeah. okay still love our guys still yeah still, so it'll be fun fun that our you know the commanders are playing on Christmas Eve a bunch of Christmas day games uh day and night games so football games all weekend long in the holidays so if your your family gets a little bit annoying pull up your phone and you can watch in the in the side room or something like that so exciting stuff coming up in and in a lot of big games across the NFL and a lot of big players across the NFL who are gonna impact how these division races and, and MVP races and all that happen Yes, and one more one more important question I got to ask you: What is one thing that you're looking forward to uh, with this uh, upcoming Christmas right around the corner? Oh uh, man, I feel so. My uh, my son is a uh, you know he's uh, just over a year, and so he was he was here last Christmas, but he was about a month old. But now he's like moving around, and he gets excited when he sees like Mickey Mouse, and he knows his toys and stuff. So to have two that are really excited about it knowing there's a third on the way, like I, at Christmas means a little bit more and it's, it's just fun to spend time with them. And um, like I said, I, you know, like maybe it's been known on the, the podcast. I work at a school, so we get a, a big break. And so getting the chance to spend time with family is so huge. I, I, I'm, family is important, um, but I'm excited to see the Christmas story. 
Um, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite Christmas movie. So I throw it on and, and leave it on in the background. My wife makes me change it eventually, but I'm like, I could watch that all day long. I think that's why it's on. You're supposed yeah. to watch it all day long. Exactly. I mean, you pick it up in different areas and you yeah. end up piecing it, re-piecing it back together. But ultimately, that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Obviously, yes, family, of course. When I hang yeah, I went with the family. sentimental answer. I, I see where you're going now. But yeah, 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 yeah. I was just having fun with it. We always know that the fam is going to be number one over here. So uh, do us a favor, folks. Join in with us in the conversation over there on social media. I believe Commanders on Twitter, IG, and TikTok. Uh, hit us up. Uh, drop us some content ideas, things that you want us to talk about, that you want to throw throw around. doesn't have to be just Commanders-related. We can go and talk about the rest of the NFC East and some other teams, what's going on around the NFL. Um, listen to us on all your favorite social media platforms. Matter of fact, I got to send this to a friend of mine. He was like, let me get the link to you podcast so i'm gonna send nice. it to him right so you do that too wrap this thing up and gift it to somebody this holiday uh it's like having a whole year of just good listening for your family members man it's, it's an awesome thing and finally folks hit up the folks over there at betonline.ag that's our, our welcome code is believe get that 50 percent welcome bonus uh but man brian murphy you got any other messages for the fine folks out there in the listening world and we'll probably won't record until after Christmas, so have a safe and happy Christmas, a Merry Christmas, whether you're traveling or not traveling or staying put or don't get the chance to hang out with family. Just know that uh, we're thinking about you, and we hope you have a great Christmas, and thanks for tuning in all season long. And uh, it's not the end of the season, but Christmas is a, a natural stopping point. So hope it's been a great year for you, and we'll, we'll talk to you again just after Christmas and into the new year. And can't believe 2024 is right around the corner. Right around the corner. Yes, it is. But we'll be here giving you guys that top-notch quality content but hey merry christmas you filthy animals y'all be good for brian murphy i'm anthony armstrong talk to you later for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges wide-open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon.